Good morning, this is Art Gerkins, and I'm with the Fairfield County, Connecticut Postal Customer Council, and welcome to Postal Biz Buzz. Postal Biz Buzz is where we talk all things postal. Um, today's guest is Frank Polacco. Frank is out in Denver, Colorado. He works for the United States Postal Service headquarters, and he used to be with the Fairfield County PCC. He's out there now on assignment, and Frank, are you out there? Hey, greetings from the Mile High City. How's it going out there, guys? Hey, it's going great. Boy, uh, you, you've been out in Colorado now for a few months, right? Yeah, loving it out here. Great people, great land. Uh, just overall, just a great place to be. Uh, happy we made the move out here a few months ago. Right. That's awesome. What people don't know, Frank, uh, he was the voice talent for our Real Solutions video series that we held a couple years ago. He's also a, a multi-instrumentalist, and he's big into... You know, his bass and the drums, he's a singer, songwriter, avid concert goer. And another thing is uh, his dad is Guy Polacco. Guy was the postmaster for many years in Bridgeport, and he was actually uh, the, I believe they call it the poom. Is, is that the term? The I almost got him a hat that said poom right across the top of it. The so poom. I, lo- I love that title. What's poom stand for in postal circles? That would be a post office operations manager. Right, and that's apparently a, a pretty big job, right, in the postal circles? Very busy job, nonstop, 24-7. Right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Frank. I understand you're married. Yeah, yeah, I uh, got married in Vegas. Did they uh, be surprised to know how hard it is to find an Elvis at 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday? Right. But, uh, yeah, did, got hitched in Vegas. Did the real thing a year later, exactly, with all of our family and friends in Connecticut. Uh, that was back in 2016, and uh, never really looked back. We've uh, had a great time and love being with each other. So, right. stuff our two cats out here in Denver. Two cats. What's your wife's name, by the way? Uh, I'll be Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Okay. And you got two cats. Okay. So now we did all the personal stuff. <laughs> so you're, today we're going to be talking about informed delivery. Now, informed delivery is a service off, offered by the postal service. It's something that I signed up for years ago, and I love it. And, you know, I won't be able to do it justice and tell you about it, but that's what you're here for. So maybe you could talk a little bit about informed delivery. Yeah, sure. So it's uh, it's a service that's been out for a couple of years now. Um, You basically send a scanned image of most of the mail pieces that you would receive daily uh, right to your email address. So. You know, we see that stock footage of the mail, the mail machines moving that mail, zip, 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 zip. Every time that zip happens, you know, an image is captured of the front of that mail. Now that image is being sent to our consumers via informed delivery. No. It's a very cool service to, uh, you know, the days of the checks in the mail. Yeah. Uh, I guess those days are over because now you can actually see that check right in your mailbox before you go home to, to cash it. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I love it. I'm sitting at work and I see, you know... Um, you know, financial aid for my my daughters for their their schools that they're at, and I know that that's you know that check is in the mail. Um, you know, absentee ballots that we discussed a few weeks ago. I, I see pictures of that when it's in the mail. It's just great. It takes the guesswork out of you know what's waiting for you in the mailbox at home. But how do they capture yeah. those pictures? That's actually you know installed on the the machine. That's correct. Yeah, our mail processing equipment has. Uh, High high high, resolu- high resolution uh, cameras. Uh, it takes basically an image of just about every single mail piece that zips through those machines. I mean, milliseconds at a time. 
Wow. So it's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, I encourage everybody always just to go out there, do a web search for a USPS yeah. systems at work. Right. And you can see firsthand, you know, those machines moving the mail that quickly. And, and every time that, that, that image is captured, yeah. uh, it's just wild. What's really cool about informed delivery is that we've actually taken it to a whole new level where now the mail recipient or that email recipient will mm -hmm. see more than just the scanned image. Um, businesses and advertisers now have the ability to kind of create their own image to put in place of that if they'd like mm -hmm. uh, and or have the opportunity just to link it up to a website so that when you see that grayscale image of your mail piece, mm -hmm. uh, you can literally now just click on that piece, even if it is just the one that we captured on our machines. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you just tap that piece of mail, it'll bring you right to whatever website the advertiser wants you to get to. Wow, that that's absolutely incredible. As somebody whose mailroom falls under the IT department, I, I just can't imagine the systems and the bandwidth and all that other technical jargon that must be involved to pull something like that off. It's a very involved process. Um, thankfully, uh, for the average mailer, it's not too, too difficult. The, the barriers to entry are pretty low. Uh, if, if in some cases, possibly even non-existent, uh, so long as they're set up with full service. And I think now is kind of that time period where we're starting to see that the real benefits gained from that conversion to full service intelligent mail barcoding on our mail pieces, mm -hmm. um, because we're able to take advantage of things like this, where now we're able to link that individual intelligent mail barcode attached to that individual mail piece uh, to an image, customize that image, and even link up to a website through that integration. Wow. That, that's even more amazing than I thought. You know, the behind the scenes, you know, detail and work that must be involved is just, it blows my mind. <laughs> but um, how do you sign up for that? If you're interested in, you know, signing up for informed delivery, you know, I'm sitting at home and I, you know, listening to this podcast and I say, you know what, that sounds pretty cool. I'd like to sign up for that. How would I go about that? Sure. If you were just an average consumer at home sitting, figuring, especially in these days and times, you know, if you wanted just to see your mail without having to go out to the mailbox, getting mm -hmm. that exposure especially, uh, yep, just go right to USPS.com, and uh, you should see the informed delivery link right on that landing page. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, little, yeah, a little modern-day Mr. Zip along on the right-hand side of the page. Right. And as long as you click on that, it'll ask you a series of questions. Right. There's a very small number of limitations uh, based on the address makeup. So, for example, if you were a business or registered in the system as a business, currently businesses are not able to register at this time. Mm -hmm. But for the average consumer, for the average household, uh, most households are included as far as being available. But once you click on that little Mr. Zip guy in the bottom, yeah. take you over to the sign-up page, and at that point, you just enter a few simple criteria, name, address, or even just address. Right. And, and then, uh, it'll then, let you know. Mm -hmm. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it, no, I say I'll let you know if you're actually eligible at your address to, to, to partake in it. Oh, okay. And I know at that time you're given like a username and password so that you could log on and off to, to check the service? Uh, yep, yeah, right through your USPS.com account if you already have one set up. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Now, you That's were talking cool, about yeah. it. Mm -hmm, go ahead. No, I would say in addition to even the mail, you, in a lot of cases, you'll even be able to see your packages. If you have any packages coming, you'll see an image of the package as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I do recall seeing that, and that is very helpful because a lot of times when you order something online, you know, you're anxious for it, you're waiting for it, and then to actually see the picture that, yeah, it's here, it, it arrived today at such and such time, 
Yeah, that's really cool. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Sure. I say you can't put a price on peace of mind, right? Exactly. Especially in this day and age. <laughs> um, you, you mentioned something about businesses. It's not set up for businesses. And that was something that would freak me out like when it first started because, you know, I'm responsible for like 4,000 resident students here. And I thought, oh, my God, I signed up and now I'm going to get all these images every day of 4,000 different <laughs> you know, pieces of mail and packages. And, um, but that's not the case yet. But it sounded like they may be working towards that at some point. There, as, I, as I understand, and, and I'm not in any way a decision maker or in, the, even in, in that loop, but uh, as I've been advised, uh, they have been working toward a solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was, when I was a postmaster in Georgetown, Connecticut, I had quite a couple of businesses, mm-hmm. uh, local businesses that had P.O. boxes. Um, and, and it was a, a huge desire of theirs to be able to uh, enroll in something like this just because, again, it would save them a trip to the post office here and there, mm-hmm. um, give them a quick heads up on when that check was actually in the mail. Right. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what's, what's cool is that, you know, even at the, at the current stage with no businesses currently being registered, uh, they have over 24 million registered users across the U.S. right now. So wow. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I know they rolled it out, you know, uh, on the East Coast. Is it truly nationwide now, or are there still pockets of the country that don't have this available to them yet? Oh, yeah. No, we got them out here, and especially, it's actually interesting, out in Colorado in the marketing department, we have a uh, informed delivery ambassador that takes it out to the delivery units and to the people in the lobbies and really just pushes the effort out here to, to, to get more people signed up. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, Alaska, Hawaii, California, all all part of the eligibility. Right. Now, one of the things I find confusing is you have a similar product called Informed Visibility, and I always get the two confused. And I think I'm not the only one. People are always, is this Informed Visibility or Informed Delivery? Do you know the difference between the two, or could you explain that yeah, a little informed, bit? Informed Visibility. Informed visibility is, is, is at least, is, you know, from my perspective and, and from my uh, exposure to it, it's more uh, statistical as far as uh, from a performance standpoint, right. um, you know, kind of keeping ourselves in check as to how quickly and how efficiently we're moving the mail from point A to point B. Right. Um, there's really not much imagery involved. It's, like I said, very much data and analytical driven. Right. Um, as opposed to informed delivery, which is, you know, literally just sending a, a scanned image of your mail pieces and, and keeping you, the consumer, in the know about what's coming in for the day. So informed delivery sounds more and more like it's geared towards individual households and informed visibility seems more geared towards businesses and the marketers that are trying to track their mail or get, you know, statistical data regarding their mail. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I wonder why they named it so close, because it does confuse a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I can see that happening for sure. You know, it's interesting because, again, with with what, you know, this this new integration of the ability to to tweak those campaigns, you know, we're now finding this this convergence of, you know, the the statistical side, the the IMB tracking side Mm -hmm. paired with the consumer facing side as far as what they're seeing after we've tracked that mail piece, you know. And um, to me, if I had a business, I would be taking full advantage of this just because, again, with Intelligent Mail Service, you have the ability now just to know when that mail piece is going to hit mailboxes. Mm -hmm. Now you've got the informed delivery aspect intertwined with that, where now not only do you know when they're going to get that mail piece, and you can even tweak 
how they experience getting it if they're signed up for that service, how they react to that and click on that link. Um, and then you have the result side of it at the end, you know. Um, on form delivery, if I was a business, I would actually have access to reports that would tell me, you know, what was my open rate? What was my click-through rate? Um, you know, to okay. kind of pair that information and get a little bit more better intel on how your consumers are responding to the images and the graphics and the offers that you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, let's, uh, let's move uh, in another direction there. I know, you know, you were a member of the Fairfield County PCC and, you know, we used to, you know, you were on our executive board and we would meet once a month and this and that. Um, what, what do you think of the PCCs? Have they been valuable to you? Do you see a value as a, a member of the Postal Service? Because, you know, when you go around the country and talk to different people in the Postal Service, some people, surprisingly, don't even know what a PCC is. But then, you know, what, what would you say uh, about the value of PCCs? Or, you know, could you talk about them a little bit? Have you joined one out in Denver yet? <laughs> I have, yeah. Actually, I, I got I got the ability to uh, to do a couple presentations for them, and uh, I've been a little active with them. Been into a couple of meetings with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're you know a great group of people out here. Um, I'd, I'd say, as far as from my perspective, the greatest benefit for for me as being in the PCC has always been the perspective of the customers that I'm interacting with, mm-hmm. and uh, it gives me the ability to take that um, whether it's perspective or insight feedback, I mean, take your pick, you know, whatever, but to take that and basically not only be an advocate for the consumer when I'm working internally with other stakeholders, Mm -hmm. but also just to kind of formulate my own decision-making process around, you know, what's the customer's needs? What would the customer think? How would the customer react? How would the customer read into this? Or how would they just read it? Would they understand it? Would they agree with it? Um, Yeah, I think it's great value and I, I encourage anybody and everybody from consumer to employee to be more involved with it because, again, it's, it's, it's that, right. that bridge that always helps, you know, get both people on the same page and move things to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I'm always fascinated about is the, the power of the PCCs is, is the networking. Um, I, I talk about it every time we have a podcast, but the people you meet between clients and customers and people in the business and you may not know all the answers but if you belong to the PCC your cell phone has the phone number to someone that does have all the answers and so you know as an industry side I've always seen great value in it and I always I always wonder about the postal side of the house do do they see the value or do they go just because they're made to go you know that that sort of thing and it sounds like you yep Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I certainly always look forward to those meetings and interacting with, with the customers and the internal stakeholders as well. Right. And business development, um, and that title that you used to hold, I mean, that that is part of your job, right? Develop business for the Postal Service, and I can't think of a, a better way than to get a group of people, you know, industry people that are involved in the PCC and to talk about the upcoming products and and you know whatnot that are coming down the pike from the postal service. Yeah, I'm, I'll give you an example. I mean, being out here in Colorado for just you know about six months, um, I had a friend who actually uh, had moved out here a couple of years ago. She was in the uh, operations department for a company that produces CBD. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I first got out here in July, just kind of talking to her, and she's kind of talking. Well, you know, we don't generally do too much shipping only because we're scared about the regulatory aspect of it. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, a light went off in my head. Mm-hmm. 
few months later, I went to my first PCC meeting, and that was, you know, the first thing that I could really bring to them is what if we did a shipping seminar on the, the, the SOP, the proper, you know, the proper way to do it in addition to the, the regulations of shipping something like this so that you can, again, bring in more business and give them the ability to expand their own businesses. Right. Uh, and again, that's, I can't think of another way to explain the benefit of the PCC. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. You know me, I'm, I'm a believer. And of course, if you want to find out more about PCCs here in Connecticut, you could go to www.pcc-ct.org, or you can always go to the usps.com and search for Postal Customer Councils, and you'll find a ton of information, not only about that, but you'll find information about informed delivery that, you know, that was our topic today. Um, anything else, Frank, that you wanted to, to share with us? I mean, it sounds like you're living the life out in the Mile High City. We're loving it out here, absolutely. Yeah, no, the only thing I had to ask about is what's, what's up with that, that funky, I love that intro music in this podcast. What is up with that? I love it. <laughs> well, as you know, our engineer, Lisa, who also works for the Postal Service, former punk oh, yeah. rocker, um, yeah, she, she's the creative genius behind it. All I do is sit behind the mic, but she does everything else and... You know, it's a, it's a pleasure to have her here, you know, when we do this. So, um, But you know Lisa, you know, she's into the music and she makes it all sound good. No words can describe the power of Lisa Landone. <laughs> well, you can't hear her, but she's laughing over there in the sound booth. So um, <laughs> anyhow, we, we promised we'd uh, keep you half hour or so. I think we're coming up on that. So um, unless there's anything else you want to, you know, plug or talk about, we want to thank you for you know letting us talk to you about informed delivery. Uh, wish you nothing but the best out in Colorado. Uh, spread the word of our Postal Biz Bus podcast to, to, to those out there, your new friends out west. And uh, we look forward to seeing you and your lovely wife uh, when you make it back east here. Absolutely. Hey, say to all my peeps out there in Connecticut, and thanks again for the opportunity to talk to you guys. It's been great. Great job on the podcast, guys. Okay. Thank you, Frank. Take care.